to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 294 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam, your randomness technology and podcast. Fix. No, I said that wrong. Randomness technology and life podcast. Did I say that? Yeah, yeah. I did. got the life. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I did. Uh, Anyway, Hamilton's number one lifestyle podcast, apparently. According to Chris, he's done the research. Hamilton's number one lifestyle podcast. He's done the market research. Uh, I was just going to... We were talking about rubbish bins just before we got on here. We've got the new bins that have been delivered everywhere here in the Waikato. We're allowed to use them uh, from the 31st of August on certain days. But the thing I was going to tell you, because we're trying to figure out where they're going to go, I had a random conversation like a month ago with my mum, and they were talking about something to do with, they've got so much stuff in one of their sheds, they've got multiple sheds, but she's like, I'm going to try and sort out the shed, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's good. I said, we've got this old bed that's just sitting here, right? And uh, we have to get rid of it at some point. And she's like, oh, is it any good? I was like, no, not at all. Like, it's most of it sawdust. And that's all good. And then, like, three days ago, she's like, oh, well, when your dad's finished building this other shed at the beach for somebody else, I'm going to talk him into coming over with the trailer and we'll uh, we'll get rid of that bed for you. Sweet. Like, to the rubbish dump. Like, I'm like, okay. Random as. Yeah. But when that happens, we'll have to get rid of the archway thing that's out there. Yeah. Possibly this tire? Is the tire going? Your, t- is that my tire? When you got a flat tire, remember they put it back in the car? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll sort that. that out, but uh, here we are. We're organising everything because every good podcast studio has a bed full of, <laughs> full of sawdust and a wide array of other amazing things. This is what people are going to miss out on on the 300th episode. I mean, I wouldn't want th- people come here for the 300th episode, but... Well, that, we could fit three of them in here, and yeah. somebody's going to break an ankle even with three. That's right. There's just so much good stuff around the place. Anyway, what's been happening this week? The, uh, Ro- the Rona's back. Should we cover that? Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, I, I I was quite relieved in a, in a weird way, um, just from the point of view that I, I thought we were getting really complacent, and it's good to know that somebody is still taking this whole thing seriously. And keeping an eye out for it, and as soon as the test, I have to admit, I've been complacent. Yeah, Uh, just everything was back to normal. Really, seemed like it. Yeah, Uh, testing's ramped up. Things are happening. Um, People on the internet were saying, like, if it was in the community and it was spreading all over the place, like some people think it may have, there would definitely be a massive insurge of people really sick in hospital and people dying. So. In theory, according to these people, you may or may not agree with that, we are sort of uh, right at the start of it again, yep. which I think is good. And I, But I think there was 13 more people announced today on Thursday as we're recording this. Um, but, you know, the experts reckon there's about 24 to 30, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I like the, the idea because you told me that they, they're putting them into managed isolation. They're not self-isolating. So that's that's good because we know how bad self-isolating is. And yeah, I mean, I had to wear a mask all day at work yesterday. Yep. Yep. Mask up. Um, so we're back into that uh, realm of things. Yeah. Um- and it was busy in, this, in Gilmore's. Um, so it's weird, right? So- 
a lot of the uh, a lot of the business customers will order less because they don't want to end up having stock on hand if they you know if, um, if if they're a restaurant and they're going to get yeah. shut down, so yeah, they don't yeah. want to buy up. No, that's um, right. But at the other at the other side, the um, yeah, the the public guys just uh, you know the general public or whatever cash and carry just went nuts. We got rid of all of our masks uh, yesterday. We had half a half a pallet that we were trying to, we were trying to sell. We had cut the price, cut the price, cut the price. Oh, hello. Guess what? They're gone. They're gone. <laughs> uh, so it just says here, latest update. They seem experts seem to think it's probably been around for a couple of weeks now in the community. And Americold, which is the cold cool store facility that's been linked to it, supplies supermarkets and fast food outlets. So yeah, so well, it's I, all interesting. I think we mentioned it before, right? About um, the guys in the states. I think it was university was leading it, but they were testing a bunch of strategic places, particularly I think retirement villages or rest homes or whatever. Yeah, by use, uh, testing the. Air conditioning yep. units. Yeah, that's right. So I reckon they should be doing that with supermarkets because if anywhere is going to be the nexus, it's a supermarket. I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about the nexus, but I think it's one spot that everybody goes to, and there's enough yep. of them that they. It's a good testing point. Yeah, and I don't know what the best way to test that point is. Whether it's testing the staff, you, you wouldn't necessarily want to test all the staff all the time but have a random sample of the tasks oh it has to be the checkout people weekly yeah well i mean the ones filling shelves are talking to customers all the time too and picking up the crap that they put in the wrong place and taking it back and if it's transmitted by uh touch then yeah good one guys i mean uh, you know the amount of times we say pick it up and buy it no, pick it up, go three rows over and put it down. Unbelievable. I could spend, you know, we were in the COVID time period. I could spend all day just putting stuff back that dickheads have left around. I mean, store. reading between the lines there, Chris, you are living the dream. So it's good. Uh, just talking about the Americans and what they're up to, a bunch of them have been warned not to drink the hand sanitizer after four have died and others have gone partially blind. <laughs> so you know that's happening. Bless. These are the these are the Americans that aren't stupid enough to think it's a conspiracy, but still not quite bright enough to get it right. <laughs> yeah, there definitely seems to there definitely seems to be a range of people, and unfortunately, there's a range of them here as well. Uh, oh, I know. Here in New Zealand, I know. I've seen so many really bad conspiracy theories again, and it just does my head. I tell you what, it is, doesn't. I tell you what is funny though is South Africa, the Habola Church. I'm probably saying that wrong. Yeah, Habola Church. Um, they they're doing it hard. They're doing yeah. it hard yards because um, South Africa has a a liquor ban, and the Habola like Church, nationwide. Oh wow! How for, because of Corona or yes, something because else? Because of Corona, so t- in order to slow down, uh, uh, ease off pressure on their hospitals. Oh, let's get rid of the drunk people. Yeah, they have so much um, violence and um, oh, okay. hospitalization yeah, yeah, yeah. from drunk people that they pulled that 
and it made a big difference the first time. So when it came back, the resurgence or whatever, they did it again. But the Habola Church, yeah. and I really did want to get the um, audio for this because it's an audio podcast uh, interview with this guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, um, what do they do? Alcohol brings them closer to God. Of course. So oh, they, my gosh. Are you, so have you signed drink. up? <laughs> they drink um, in church. Um inebriated we feel the holy spirit within us i bet they do i bet they do <laughs> and of course this pandemic alcohol ban has created a problem for the church so what they're saying is drink we, some hand sanitizer we can't <laughs> we can't have you bringing alcohol to the church because all the cops are watching the church now yeah um, okay. so you've got to get pissed at home and then get <laughs> and to then church come to somehow church. just drive it'll be fine probably oh wow <laughs> But the guy going on about how um, God moves within the alcohol and and, and he, he was saying, we, we imbibe the alcohol at home and the Holy Spirit is in our tummies when we come into church and we can connect with the Holy Spirit in our tummies in the church. I mean, hilarious. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that just buy into it, especially if they're giving you free alcohol at some point. <laughs> You're like, yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. I think it's a BYO church. I don't know. But a BYO church is still pretty cool. <laughs> it's definitely different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So check that out. Um, Guy Fawkes might be on its way out. Here in New Zealand? Yeah. So, um, oh, here we go. Let me open this, is this uh, like, link. Yeah. Is this like the latest? Uh, who's who's talking about this? No, it's um, Christchurch. Guy Fawkes display has been moved to July to celebrate Matariki. Mm. Well, there is a big movement that uh, Matariki should be a national holiday. Because yeah, so Matariki, the- just for those that don't know, it's, it's like the Maori New Year. Yep, you have got that right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, for those. Because it happens right, because we have less holiday, public holidays than most OC, OECD countries. We don't have as many as other countries. Right. And this would be a good one to slip in in that drought that we have from like April through to whatever. No, anyway, no. there's a big gap, so we need more public holidays. Let's give us that one. Yeah, I don't know about that. I just don't get. I, yeah. I don't get public holidays, so I don't really give a shit. Uh, there we go. <laughs> that, that should be a t-shirt. Another t-shirt. Uh, what was the other one? Um, my life isn't. What is it? My life. Hang on, I've written it down. Wait there. I'll find it. I wrote this down because this is an actual quote that he should have. My whole life is improv. That's what Chris Hanlon, the Chris and Sam podcast. My whole life is improv. Hey, uh, the IMDb have had a bunch of reviews uh, on there, and uh, it's pretty funny. Four. Uh, New Zealand's coronavirus daily briefing is the favourite show of 2020. You're joking. No. Uh, so the stars of the show are obviously Jacinda Ardern and D- Dr. Ashley Bloomfield with guest appearances from reporters. And and, and, and the um, signers. Signers, and, yeah. yeah. they special players that come in. And uh, obviously everyone plays themselves. Although they did question the later start time of the se- second season debut at quarter past nine. They were expecting more adult content at that uh, thing, but it didn't really happen. Um, and... Yeah, they, they've got, they're congratulating Stella Casting, which is the sign language interpreters and occasional experts. Um, I did I did see them tag team out the, the, the signers through that. Uh, oh, they do it all the time. Thing. And I was like, I wonder <coughs> when they do it. Like, 
I don't know if it's a set time, but it's mental exhaustion. I think that's what it is. So the other one must be. No, no, no. They explained it. Oh right. No, they they explained it in the first round of COVID. Oh right. Because they have to listen to what's being said, interpret it in their brain as fast as they can, and then sign it. Yeah. And they can only do it for short bursts, and that's why they keep swapping them around. Right. Right. Um, But yeah. Uh, So it says there's a couple of things here. Someone says uh, they slammed this new (laughs) programming, saying the plot really goes nowhere. Um, it sort of feels the samey every time, and it's not a program to snuggle up to on a first date. No, no. But it's got no, a 9.8 out of 10. It's very popular. So, round gold glasses. Okay. They're so, a thing. They're a thing. Um, so, this guy, uh, the, this... Um I want to say an auction house or or a or a or a um, place that values things anyway. Yeah, they got a envelope uh, delivered, and in it were a pair of round gold glasses. And they said, "Oh, and this guy had sent it and said, look, um, uh, my grandma died or whatever. Um, is there a is there a price on these?'" Turns out... Well, hang on. Who they belong to? They, they- belong to somebody really famous. Who do you Einstein. think it would be? No. Uh, Gandhi. Yes. Because he had round glasses, eh? Yeah. Because I was going to say Gandhi or Lenin, but Lenin's were black, so, I think. Mahatma Gandhi went to Africa and studied law. And when he was studying law in Africa in this law office, this is what I hear anyway, um, yeah, he okay. gave these glasses away because he, he ended up renouncing all this worldly wealth type thing. Oh, right. Okay. And, and so the solid gold glasses, well, solid gold, I mean, the wild gold, but glasses, and they've been valued at $20,000. Whoa. So the um, the person didn't even know the provenance of them Yeah. and went, holy crap. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Hey, talking about auction stuff, you just reminded me about something that happened this week. This guy, and I don't know when he actually found it, but this guy in Tauranga was metal detecting and he found a gold coin. Oh. And he thought it was a bottle cap because it come up as a bottle cap and it wasn't very deep. And he brought it up and he was showing his friend, he was like digging the hole while FaceTiming someone in Rotorua and they're both well-known metal detectorists. And he says, I've got this thing. And he goes, I've got this coin. And the guy looked at it and he said... That's really valuable. Like, that's one of the most valuable coins you can find in the Southern Hemisphere. Like, it's an old Australian something rather, and it's amazing he found it. And within, I think he must have posted it online, and he was having American auction houses ringing him within, like, a couple of hours saying, we want it. And he sold it just under $50,000. Holy crap. Yeah, pretty epic find, actually, because I don't think one's ever been found here before. Oh, wow. Like, it's that rare. I think it... I'm sure it was an Australian something or other. Wow. So. Yeah, hey, cool. I got a Kickstarter as well. All these memories are coming back to me of all the stuff I've read this week and haven't noted down. But <laughs> here we go. These There's a couple. Um, they did The Amazing Race back in the day, mm-hmm. like season four or five or something. I used to love that program. Yep. yep. And then I think they won... Oh, I hope it was The Amazing Race. It was a Survivor. Oh, oh, I hope it's on. not Survivor because I hate that program. I want to get it right. I don't want to put you wrong. Anyway, this couple, they they were in one season of something. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And then they won like season 30 of whatever the show was. Oh, okay. And I'm sure it's... uh, The problem is I'm looking at their proper website, but it was on Kickstarter. So anyway, but this guy really likes... He... She... They have two boys, and he says there's like three boys in the family because he's just a big kid, basically. Right. And the kids like 
water guns and shooting each other. And then the oldest kid's okay for paintball, but the youngest kid isn't because it hurts too much. And then Nerf guns, they're okay, but there's darts everywhere and all this stuff. So they've made this thing called a gel blaster. And it's like a water gun and you pull the trigger and I think you re- it's rechargeable. So it fires these pellets of like gel. They're yeah. water-based gel, apparently non-toxic, nothing. And eventually they just dissolve. So they just disappear. Uh, the hopper holds 500 rounds of this eco-friendly thing and it stings like someone's just flicking you with a rubber band and they go apparently like a hundred foot range and you're firing, uh, yeah, 150 feet per second, fully automatic. Do you, so do do, do you have to buy a specific gun for that or will that fit into any paintball gun? No, it's a specific gun. So they sell the gun as well. Yeah. And it looks like. The other day when I looked at it, it was still coming up on, um, yeah, it was still coming up on uh, Kickstarter, but it looks like they're selling stuff now. So there's basically a machine gun sort of AK-47 looking thing and like a pistol as well. Oh, nice. So they make them. Um, yeah, it sounded pretty cool, actually. Bit different. Uh, obviously, you're going to have to keep buying these gel things from them. That's the only downside. That's the, that's the, and, that's the and I was like, model. That's yeah, yeah, of course. Awesome. And I was like wondering if, um, like... I'm sure if you left them in the sun or something, they'd probably melt. I'm sure there's mm. like a special way you got to keep them, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, but it sounds pretty cool. Pretty different, so that's good. Check that out if you want to shoot people and uh, they can't be bothered dealing with paintball. I tell you what, there's a big trend for um, people over 50. Yeah, yeah 50, that's you. 50, that's you. 55. Yeah, yeah old like people. Me, like me. Yeah. Um, what are getting they into e bikes. Yes, because yes. you don't have to pedal much. Yes, well, whatever. And they've got money, I guess, because they cost money. Um, uh, Had a look at the e-bike shop in Rotorua last time I was there. Uh, the young guy that was there, it was his first day working there, and I got him rather excited because I had a million questions about bikes that I was never going to buy. Um, and he just he used to work at the bike shop four doors down because uh, you can hire these e-bikes. i got a whole range of higher ones there. Yeah. And then I said to him, he's like, oh, this is the latest one. I said, what's so good about it? And he goes, oh, well, it's... Um, I think one was Canadian made and then one was something else. And I said, yeah, but what makes this one so good? And anyway, Sarah thought it was great because she's like, you can talk to anyone about anything. And the, yeah, that yeah. guy was getting super excited. So, yeah, the point that I was going to get to yes. was that um, the the this is a biggest group of people having accidents um, is this over 50 crowd jumping on e-bikes. And did oh, okay. you hear about Simon Cow? Uh, I heard he fell off one or something. Yep. And he broke his drove back? It, drove, rode down his driveway, broke his back, and had seven hours of surgery. Oh, wow. I didn't hear about the surgery. Yeah. But let's be honest. His driveway could be a <laughs> kilometer long. <laughs> it could be, yeah. Like, well, well, probably. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And I assume that's in, like, Hollywood or something yeah, like some, that. I think, it's, I think it's in LA. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man. I mean, A, I... That sounds pretty bad for Simon because I like that guy off the off the program. And um, B, freaking, I didn't think o- over fifties were the the biggest factor in terms of uh, accidents with e bikes. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know about accidents, but there's definitely a lot. You see a lot of people in that age range on the e bikes. Yeah, no, it's definitely um, accidents and injuries. Yeah, um, they're the biggest. Thing. Well, just like driving, old people shouldn't be doing that either. Talking about driving, this woman uh, got a new license in Tennessee, Chris, and they, they sent them to you, which is cool, yeah. and her photo was a bit weird. She wasn't expecting it. It was just a photo of an empty chair. 
<laughs> a clerical error had happened, and uh, they just sent it. Look, there it is. Yeah, a picture yeah, of an empty yeah. chair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you, you would think that there's like somewhere in the chain of events of making that license, somebody went. Oi, there's, there's no, nobody there's, in there. There's physically no one in there. I'm sure I've told the story before when I went to VTNZ and they said my shirt was too high vis and I had to wear the gross smoking dude's jacket or I couldn't get my license upgraded that day. Uh, no, I don't recall that, but anyway, carry I on. I only had to go there to get my license upgraded because I got F endorsement for forklift for my yeah, driver's yeah. license. And I had a yellow shirt on, but it didn't have reflective strips. It was just yellow. And they said, oh, you can't wear that. And I was like, well... Why not? Oh, no, no, too bright. Oh, and then some old dude at the back called, like, Smithy or something. Oh, you can wear my jacket! I'm like, righto. So my driver's license photo, I look super angry. I'm wearing this black jacket that stinks of smoke, and that's what that story is. And the reason I was thinking about that, because when I was at VTNZ the other last month or whenever it was, sorting out my car, there was people there getting photos wearing Hiver's yellow shirts. And I felt like just yelling at them. You can't do that. I wonder if the cameras were a bit crappy back in the day. No, I don't think they've ever upgraded their cameras. They're always the same looking. No, that's true. But anyway, it's okay. (laughs) Not bitter about it. Can get a new driver's license uh, update next year. I didn't put any details down about this at all. I'm sure you'll be fine. Hit me with it. Is it this electric skin thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. what's that mean? So this guy is doing his... Uh, post-doctorate, I don't know, whatever. But he's he's putting together electric skin to put on prosthetics, right? So it gets feedback? Yes. I'm guessing? Yes. So um, so in the interview, they said, well, what, what gave you this? Well, where did this come from? He goes, when I was a kid, because I like the first trilogy of, of Star Wars things. Yeah. And and Luke gets, gets yeah, his yeah, hand yeah. cut off. And then they give him the robot hand and they put the skin on and then the robot pricks his fingers and he goes, ouch. And he goes, that was amazing. Wow. So I want to make that. Okay. So um, it's interesting because he, he tri- the guy asked a few questions a few times to get some details and he was really... Cagey? Well... Didn't know what he's on about? Yeah. What's the word? General. Very general. Oh, yeah. So he's like, well, you know, you've got... Um, oh, Componentry, what do you call it? That um, people that make um, design actual physical stuff. Yeah. Then you've got AI, and then you've got neurologists because they've got to get the um, uh, nerve endings to mesh with this. Yeah. And that the makes AI sense. has got to do it. So he says there's all these different things, and the guy's like, "Yeah, but how do you do that? Well, you need, you know, the the the, the guy that's that make yeah, it, okay. and you need the AI, and you need the neurologist." And goes, "Yeah, okay." All right, okay, moving on. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. I just, I just wonder what it is, but um, like how far away or how realistic it is. But the reality is, right, I, have you ever seen that TEDx one where they had a shirt that yeah. Um, yeah, 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 gave you yeah. electrodes from, yeah. from everything about buy yeah. and sell? And then yeah. he, uh, it took him very short time for his brain to interpret that. Yeah, and, and start answering the questions right. So what it was for everybody listening was the a shirt was made which had electrodes in it, and the data being put into it was all the um, buy and sell on the stock market yeah. or one particular 
few different stocks or whatever it was, but it's all the buy and sell, and it's happening all the time. And they would ask them questions, and it would be a, a smiley face for a frowny face would come up with them. Yeah. So they know when they made the good deals and bad deals. And in, in the end, they could just start – the brain just interpreted those signals, not knowing what it was, Yeah. just with the feedback and the signals, and then they were being able to make – buy and sell decisions really, really well with no knowledge of what was happening. So the brain can interpret uh, inputs yes. um, in a pattern over time. So when you've got a, um, a a prosthetic, whether it's an arm or a leg or whatever, with no sense of feeling, you don't know where you are balance-wise because you don't know if your foot's on the ground, if it's a prosthetic foot, right? But with a... With a, a a nerve ending or a, a skin, yeah. you'll be able to feel that, and it'll make a huge difference to um, quality of life. I guess the big thing is, though, is making sure the nerve endings are still working and stuff, because I think they get damaged sometimes. It depends on the injury and the person, I think. No, but what it is is these are um, fake nerves, so it's the electric skin will be plugged See, into- I think they already do this. This is nothing new. I, the only thing that's different is you're saying skin. Like I'm sure there's I'm sure there's prosthetics out there now where they can get feedback, tactile feedback from when they're handling stuff, especially the hand. Okay. Um, like I, I don't know about that. I just because yeah. I'm sure there's ones where the guy can feel picking up bottles and stuff, and they've got fine motor control now, mm. and he's controlling all of that. But I don't know. But it's interesting. interesting. Yeah, definitely. But like you said, it's different. If he obviously doesn't want to give away everything, but when people talk in general, I think sometimes. Uh, a lot of its concept. Yeah. Um, did you see that? Have you seen the updates on, uh, I think it was LinkedIn, that Stretch Sense guy? Remember him? Stretch Sense. He was talking to us at, at TEDx, I think, and he was like a real young oh, yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ben, and, ben. Yeah, yeah. And ben he had Bell. the glove thing. Well, they sold that company to someone else, and mm. he still works there, but they've got a new update. And they he, he had a video, and basically they're wearing the glove, and it knows how your hand's moving. But at the same time, it had an exact 3D model on the screen. And he was opening and closing his hand and doing all this stuff. And it was doing it perfectly. Yep. And then he goes, the next day, he goes, oh, we fixed the thumb. The thumb wasn't working properly. And I was like, I couldn't tell anything different. But anyway, apparently the thumb's all good now. <laughs> um, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, ben, was, ben was a TEDx Rukura speaker at 16 years old um, four years ago, I want to say. Yeah, five years ago. That'd maybe. be right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, well done, Ben. Cool. All right. Well, that's um, that's pretty much us for today, isn't it? Uh, still getting information about our three hundredth episode um, in terms of where we're going to have that. In fact, I should check my. Um, Chris is working messages. hard. Chris is working hard at it, so that's good. Uh, yeah, no, but so we will let you know once we know, but once I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, things are going well, along really well for TEDx Ruakura. The tickets are on sale if you're interested. Hopefully, TEDx Ruakura is on the 20th of September. COVID, no problems, apparently. No, hopefully. COVID won't be a problem. I, I hope COVID does. I've got, like, there's a lot of stuff happening in September, and I hope COVID doesn't affect all of those because I'm being selfish right now. All right. Good. Just saying. Well, I'm being selfish too because. But yeah, like you I said, put a lot of work into it. It's going. Yeah, I know. It's like so gutting when you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you had last last year, you didn't do it at all, eh? You yeah, had was, off because of various reasons. Yeah, yeah. And then COVID. So, mm. okay. Uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week.
Don't forget to tell your friends.